0: Hi, everybody. This is Dan Young with Total Wellness Radio. Thank you again for taking time out of your schedule and tuning in to us here at Total Wellness Radio. Today, Sarah Thacker. Sarah is an integrative therapist. She's certified as a holistic health coach, yoga instructor, and the author of Holistic Food Therapy, a mindful approach to making peace with food, which you can find on Amazon. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Total Wellness Radio, episode 141, as we interview Sarah Thacker. Good morning, everybody, and good day wherever you are, maybe in the world, listening to Total Wellness Radio with Dan Young. Thank you for making us a part of your busy day. As always, we really appreciate your attention, and we know from the feedback and the downloads, we're getting a lot of value to you from lots of different practitioners in lots of different modalities from around the world, and today we have on the line with us Sarah Thacker. Sarah, did you make it on the line okay?
1: Yes, I did. Thank you.
0: Oh, that's great. It sounds like the recording's coming through wonderfully. So I'm very, very pleased with that. You, know, you never know with this digital stuff. <laughs> so, Sarah, I always like to start my uh, interviews with uh, a very simple question, but one that I have found to be very revealing. And that is, what was the catalyst or the event in your, in your history, in your past, that put you on the path in natural health?
1: Yes, that's a great question, and I think so many people that find our way to natural health get there because of necessity, (laughs) and that's certainly my experience that, you know, growing up, I had a good bit of anxiety and then had lots of terrible skin conditions like acne and rosacea in my teens and then into my 20s, and I was placed on antibiotics and given all of these, like, very harsh uh, medications and creams and whatnot, And all of that resulted in hormone imbalances and increased anxiety and just really feeling pretty lethargic most of the time and just, you know, pretty terrible. And I really have been, you know, interested in natural health. And I always thought I was doing such a great job, like being on this vegan diet or this vegetarian diet or doing all these things that I thought were so healthy. And when I really, when I became a health coach, I started to realize that, there were so many areas that I was not addressing, and that a lot of my um, the treatment that I received for the skin conditions really damaged my gut. And mm. around 2015, I re- I kind of self-diagnosed with leaky gut, but then went to see a specialist in natural health, and that really changed everything. And yeah. I also I ended up with SIBO, like they because I did the whole leaky gut protocol, but still had. Probably most of my symptoms were resolved, but then I still had just a bit of rosacea from time to time and some, you know, just the digestive distress at times. And then once I was diagnosed with a SIBO and able to really treat that, I felt better than ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's really, um, and everything, again, kind of restored to balance, which is sure. the most powerful thing, I think, about natural health is that when, you know, you can throw medications at symptoms, and those might go away, but it doesn't actually lead to vibrant health.
0: Well, it sounds like in your case, it actually produced more problems. Absolutely. Yes. Now, for our listeners, could you briefly and just in a very simplistic way, could you describe the term? uh, What is leaky gut? What does that actually mean?
1: So leaky gut is, um, and I learned a lot about it.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you do. I had it.
1: Um, Is where there is permeability in the digestive tract. And so food particles actually then escape from the digestive tract and into the bloodstream. And then the immune response, because that's not supposed to be there, your immune response then attacks those food particles. And then you end up developing essentially intolerances to the very foods that you might be eating. And so, Mm -hmm. like, when I, I had a whole testing panel done and they showed, you know, it was stuff that I was eating pretty regularly, like, um, like cashews and salmon. And Mm. again, thinking that I had this very healthy diet and yet there was a very core piece that I wasn't addressing, which was the gut. And, and I think, um, so I don't know if that answers your question about leaky gut, but that's the, um, that's sort of the precipice of it is that there's this, this food particle getting into the, into the bloodstream where it's just not supposed to be and so we want to keep everything in the intestinal (laughs) tract
0: yes yes and allow the body to process it the way it was designed
1: exactly and
0: it's not allowed it's not designed to allow these foreign things into the bloodstream before they've been properly processed yes I think that's why we struggle so much with vaccines and things that the injectables you know different things of that nature I think that's what that's what can obviously lead to other problems that we have, you know, in modern living. And it's modern living is very convenient, but it's not very healthy. Exactly. Now, you've been a therapist uh, in, in, in different capacities uh, for several years, several years, actually yes. starting your career in 2002. Yes. And then you integrated, integrated a, like a holistic kind of approach, you know, around 2011 to be, as I understand a little more diverse in what you offer your clients. Can you share a little bit about that, you know, the journey you've been on since 2011, becoming a health coach?
1: Yes. I, um, I really felt like with many of the people who are coming to see me, if we could just address a bit of health and if we could really get to, you know, when the body is out of balance, then it's impossible to address mental health, not impossible, but it's more challenging. And I just felt like there was something missing in just doing, whether it was art therapy or talk therapy, or even I became a yoga instructor much younger at um, in 2005. And so even integrating mindfulness and meditation and relaxation techniques that can go a very far way in terms of healing, but unless you address the physical body, that it's just not, there's not the full complete healing. And so my goal was not just to help people get to baseline, but to become really to feel as vibrant and, and healthy and stress-free and be able to really enjoy life in a way that is, not just kind of I'm doing my best, but I'm yeah. really doing better than I could have expected.
0: Yeah. You remind me of a, of a lady that I interviewed last year. named Brittany Pendergrass. She is in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Okay. She wrote a book called um, Buddha Belly. And, in the, and, we, and during the interview, she made a, 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 an amazing statement. And when you're talking about mental health and you're talking about the things that you're dealing with and that you know from your experience by incorporating the health piece, the physical health piece, uh, how much better you can get over these challenging, you know, cases with, with, with mental health concerns. Um, she made a comment that I found fascinating. She said that 70, uh, 90%, up to 90% of serotonin and 50% of dopamine is produced in the gut. Yes. And so I, I share that with you as for two reasons. One, I just, just listening to you early on in our conversation, I really encourage you to look her up and make yeah. connection with her after we're done with the interview. Uh, you remind me a lot of her, and we just hit it off so wonderfully well, and I just, I really appreciate that it's also confirmation of what you and I already know. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. And most of the medications that are utilized for dep- depression and anxiety are the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which then yes. essentially is pulling it from the digestive tract, which can cause IBS and other... Yep distress within the gut. And so yes. it, it's just really the balance, the balancing the gut health is so vital in terms of finding balance mentally and physically, emotionally, oh, spiritually, all of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, clinically what we face is finding out, okay, where do you start? What layers do you peel away first from a neurological evaluation? What is the, you know, the, the, the here's the starting point, but at some point you have to you have to incorporate all these things, all the different energies, right? I mean, who your, yes. who your close friends are and who you spend the majority of your time with has a, a direct impact on your ability to perform and your, and your overall health. I mean, people, we have to take those components into consideration because they are either supportive or they're stress points. Absolutely. What do you, think, what do you find to be the most exciting uh, piece or thing about your career that you could experience? What's the most exciting thing to you?
1: I really love witnessing the healing journey and isn't it fascinating? Yeah. Just coming from this, I believe really everybody has a deep desire to feel whole, to feel healthy (laughs) and life itself can be so hard and draining. And so it can be, there's a lot of resistance sometimes to change or challenges, there's barriers. And so having supportive guide to, to go through that process with is really, really valuable. And I just, I really love witnessing that. And There's just so much to incorporate and what helps one person heal may not be necessary for another person. And so really having that integrative approach, I really enjoy being able to offer a variety of tools so that I'm I'm creating the best opportunity for them to hopefully find where they feel they're most vibrant and healthy mentally and physically, emotionally, all of that. And then also integrating wellness. I find that really exciting just because it's Mm -hmm. creating this healthy foundation in the physical body. And I feel like that creates such a more positive working environment to heal mental and emotional struggles. And when I think about wellness, because wellness, I think, is kind of a buzzword that's gotten thrown around a lot. But I think about it in terms of the physical body. And when we're truly at a state of being well, physically, that's when mentally, emotionally can find a lot more grounding and balance. And so the principles of wellness I usually try to address are nutrition, movement and exercise, relaxation, the ability to relax is that's very intentional so not just kind of like sitting in front of the tv or um, numbing out but relaxation that has an intent to it to be relaxed to actually allow the muscles to physically soften away from the bones to allow the mind to find a you know no mind is necessarily going to find complete stillness but can it work towards at least you know slowing down a bit and can you find connection with your breath so those pieces and then And then sleep is another huge part of wellness that I think has to be addressed in order for the mind to be able to be available to, to heal.
0: What do you find to be the most challenging aspect of your career?
1: There's often resistance, you know, people are very, and and myself included, when I was told, like, you need to stop eating dairy, (laughs) because that came up, cow's milk came up as one of the highest offenders for me in terms of my gut health, that that was like, you know, there's a huge attachment to that, and so I feel like kind of that's always a challenge. Is sort of like, wait, what do you mean I can't eat, you know, dairy anymore, cheese? Like I thought sure. it was healthy, or I thought, you know, and then so it's really a, a challenge. Is always just kind of being able to, and and also I think many people struggle with meditation just because it's really hard, and our societies we're constantly being bombarded with anxiety provoking you know whether it's just like commercials moving really quickly on tv or you know stress around getting the family in all these different directions and so we're moving so fast so to sit and be quiet often the brain just wants to download a bit and so meditation to begin with is really really hard Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know certainly when there's stressful things going on then it makes it even harder and so i think that that resistance sometimes to to tapping into these practices that would be really valuable to begin to create a foundation for healing. Um, that that's really hard. And it's, it's a part of ourselves that I refer to as the deal maker, cause it's mm. always got a deal. It's like, Oh, I'll do that tomorrow or I'll, um, I'll get to that later. And, and when you get to that next point, the deal makers there with just another deal, which ends up feeling like self-sabotage and it ends up feeling like like I'm a failure, so why bother? Mm-hmm. And then that that can be a huge barrier to change or it's a big challenge that you just have to overcome really is ourselves.
0: Yep. Yep. It's a hundred percent. So so in getting in on your personal journey, who would you like to give credit to for you know, you know, like having the most influence on your path right now?
1: I think that the the first book that I read that addressed mental health from that nutritional and wellness perspective was called The Ultra Mind Solution by Dr. Mark Hyman. And that really changed my perspective about mental health in so many ways. And it feels like, you know, why not try to address mental health from a nutrition, a well, like a movement, healthy sleep and relaxation perspective first and see if we can find if we can clear out some of the struggles without having to just resort to medication, that potentially is going to cause other discomfort and imbalances within the body. And also Dr. Kelly Brogan has been a big, big influence. Her book, a mind of your own, that really influenced my work because I've, she has so much that's about, and Dr. Hyman as well. That's about, this is research. Like this is, these are messages we're receiving that, um, you know, medication's the only way, or Mm -hmm. you can, you know, like live this happy, vibrant life. If you're taking Celexa or whatever, and that may be a valuable tool. I'm not saying that that's not a valuable therapeutic tool for those who may need it, but I do think there's another way to address these principles through the mindfulness, through wellness, Mm -hmm. and through trying to get the body into a space where it's well first. And I really love that both of their work. And I feel like, um, Yeah. So that's really kind of what propelled my shift, I think, in the way that I wanted to address working with the individuals that I, I support.
0: Yeah. You know, you, you touched on some really important principles there that, that our listeners, you know, I, I'm sure they're cluing into, and that is that, you know, a screwdriver is a great tool, but not if you're trying to, um, you know, tape a kite together. Right. Right. I mean, it it has its place. Right. Right. And that's not one of them. And so when you talk about use of medications as a tool, I have to agree with you 100%. The problem I see clinically and the challenge that we face as as practitioners is that more often than not, we unfortunately come across the paths of people who have been placed on these medications as a long-term crutch, and then no more support, no more discussion, no more let's evaluate, let's investigate, let's pursue other options along with this so that this doesn't become... Your lifelong, long-term crutch that, by the way, fifty percent of people do not respond to. Number
1: one. Exactly.
0: And the other thing is, is that if they do them for any length of time, a large percentage of those that do have favorable initial responses tend to have an increased symptomatology package appear after a, a period of time of using those same medications. Exactly. So they have to start adjusting them and using different things and having different amplifiers and and let's let's play you know and it becomes this it becomes this psychotropic cocktail that is, 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 is really, uh, as you said earlier, it just doesn't restore, you know, it doesn't restore, uh, restore harmony, uh, yes. it, to their health at all. And so, yeah, it's, I really appreciate, you know, some of the things that you're touching on. And I, and, um, and I just wanted to bring that up for the listeners to really kind of, I mean, we 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 see this, you and I being in the trenches more than anybody.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: What is the primary focus that you have with your clients to kind of shift gears a little bit? What, you know, it's clear to me that you have a, a wealth of value to, to share with people, and there's no way we're going to cover it in a, in a podcast, but we can at least open the door and give people some insight. What is your primary focus with your clients? I mean, certain products or services. Is it education-based? What are some of the things that we can share uh, from you with our listeners that they can plug into in the future?
1: Yeah, so my I'm based in New York City, and I have um, a therapy practice where I see individuals here in Manhattan and i but i also offer um with the health coaching specifically i offer phone video sessions um to integrate do the integrative holistic health coaching where we can still address you know mind body spirit and what in my in person sessions i also offer a service called emdr therapy which is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing which is really really valuable tool for um for trauma and for um like particularly when there's a specific memory that's triggering a negative feeling about yourself. So it's a very specific therapeutic tool that you really need to be in person to, um, to experience. So I don't offer that by phone, but the phone video sessions uh, are for health coaching where we address more like, like to start with kind of gut health and, um, improving just nutrition from, and again, I start really slow with people. Cause again, that the challenge often is like, what do you mean? I can't eat dairy. So unless someone is really, really, um, needing an overhaul, we just start with, let's get in some good veggies. Let's start making sure you're properly hydrated. Let's start to, you know, slow down on the sugar a bit and, and work towards what can be a, you know, a healthier kind of mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit area. And, um, I love working with people who do struggle with the skin issues. It's just something that I've experienced, and so, um, so I really enjoy that in terms of the health coaching. I also offer online group coaching courses. I have, um, I have a little crash course that's like a four week about kicking your food cravings to the curb. That just helps with exploring the nature of food cravings, whether they're general or emotionally based. And I also do I have two courses titled "Freedom from Emotional Eating." that I do live and they're launched um, a couple times throughout the year. And so with that, we do like, live webinars and Facebook group. And so there's um, there's a lot of interaction for those particular that struggle with emotional eating and um, and food cravings that just tend to feel overwhelming. And then I also, I have a book that I published in 2017 that's titled Holistic Food Therapy, A Mindful Approach to Making Peace with Food. And it's more of a self-help style approach where it's a workbook and expressive journal so that it's very interactive. It um, uses some creative approaches. It uses a lot of journaling and and self-reflection. And yet it's also got a structure to it to help move through some of the primary barriers that a lot of folks that I've worked with have found to, to be their main struggles in terms of making peace with food and allowing food to become just food. So it's got a really, at the core, it's based in mindfulness and intuition and mm-hmm. not trying to feel like they have to step themselves into a particular box around a dietary theory or around anything, but it's really about what makes you feel good. When do you feel vibrant? And let's make sure that you're sure. then using that to continue to grow. Yeah. So those are the main ways that. Okay. (laughs) so in
0: person, online, as well as then support through your uh, through your book, your uh, your uh, manual. Yes. Do you have a uh, can we uh, share like a link to a website for the book or an Amazon link? And we post it. We'll uh, we'll definitely make sure and post it with the uh, when we release the podcast as well.
1: Yes, I have it both on my website and so my um, business name is Holistic Food Therapy, which is spelled with a W H for holistic because I mm-hmm. love that terminology in terms of yeah. whole foods and whole person and really that integrative approach. And so, but sometimes it gets typed in because. Like, what do you mean it's with a wh? So, so it's holisticfoodtherapy.com with the wh, and that's also the title of the book is Holistic Food Therapy with the wh. And so, if you just search that on Amazon, it should come up. And then it's also on my website, Um, you can purchase it through my website or on Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. And you can um, go and read a a little bit about it on my website. I have a, a tab for
0: the book, that's excellent. That's excellent. Such good information. So with all this going on, Sarah, what are some of your directions and goals for the future with, with your, with your therapy coaching?
1: Yeah. So the future I'm, you know, I'm always looking to learn and to grow to be able to offer the best support and the best, um, tools for, for those that I work with. And also, you know, for myself, I love, um, you know, my own journey as well, like making sure that I'm working towards feeling healthy and vibrant as well. And I also am looking to create um, a, an online course that is specific to skin health, because I don't think many people recognize that the, the health of your skin is directly related to the health of your gut. And so mm-hmm. I'm working actually with a nurse practitioner in dermatology, and she's also certified as a functional medicine specialist. So she's gone through the whole Institute for Functional Medicine Training mm-hmm. to develop a program that's going to be very specific for people with skin conditions. And I found, too, that this people with skin conditions, like myself, there's often a mental health component to that, whether it's low self-esteem because of how you feel about having these conditions or, um, you know, just because there is disease in the gut, there's also mm-hmm. potentially the mind-body connection is, you know, I don't even think it's really a connection. It's all one thing. Yeah. And so how those can really be treated from a natural health perspective. So that's something that's in the pipeline.
0: <laughs> that's awesome, good for you. I'm, look- I'm looking forward to uh, future releases from you.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So as we get
0: ready to wind down here, I got a couple more questions I really wanna ask you. you sure. Spend. And the next one is, what's the number one thing that you would like our listeners to leave with that you'd like them to know like that number one thing that, you know, is going to just, it can empower somebody with just this one piece of knowledge.
1: Well, I really believe our bodies are truly amazing. And if you're giving it even a half a chance, a small little chance, it wants to heal itself because it desires to be in balance. And you can eat the healthiest food in the world. You can, you know, do all of these wonderful things, but if you don't address the mind, body, spirit, if you don't really look at it from the holistic perspective, it's healing does not come easily. And so when you give your body a half a chance and then you're really dedicated to the process of healing, you will find balance. And it is often not the easy cure. It is not the, quick, you know, like healing that takes for me, it took a good year, really. And I mean, it was six months of very dedicated work. But then as you reintroduce, and as you're making sure, it's so easy to fall back into old patterns. And so it's really important to say, I cannot give up on this practice that's going to continue to, to keep me in this state of vibrancy and health and and feeling as you know healthy as possible. And so I really think if there's one thing, knowing that it's worth the journey, and that mm-hmm. the our bodies are amazing, they're They're forgiving. They want to be in balance.
0: Yeah. Wise words. And we see it manifest every day.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Sarah, what's the best way for our listeners to contact you for the near future? What's the best way to reach out to you?
1: So my website is the the www.holisticwiththewhfoodtherapy.com. And on my website, there's the contact form. I'm also on social media um, on Instagram. I'm at, at holistic food therapy and at Facebook. I also have a page for holistic food therapy. Um, if you join my email list, I send out a seven day food cravings challenge. That's uh, um, just, you get an email for seven days on specific things to exploring food cravings, both general and emotional. And so it's a um, little, a little thank you for signing up for the, for my email list. And I send out usually a couple articles a week and information about other things that are going on. So that's the best place to find me.
0: That's super cool. That's how we came in touch with you. Isn't that right? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I can't thank you enough, Sarah. We could go on and on. I know you and I could talk for another couple of hours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, our time won't permit now, but please promise me that you and I can do this again in the near future.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to talk anytime.
0: Excellent. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. And, and uh, thank you again, you listeners, uh, for tuning in to this episode, episode 141 of Total Wellness Radio. For Sarah Thacker, this is Daniel. Young. Thank you again so much for including us in your day. You take care and be blessed. That will do it for Total Wellness Radio. Thank you once again for tuning in. And just to mention as a reminder... Don't forget about our six-day mentorship program for practitioners who really want to thrive in the natural wellness industry and build a long-lasting, sustainable, prosperous business. We do a six-day hands-on immersion where for four days you follow me and my staff around. We see well over 120 people in clinical practice. Plus, we spend day five in the classroom putting your practice all together on paper in the practice creation form. And finally, day six hands-on drilling with nutritional kinesiology one of the most effective ways to evaluate a client's needs that there is today so for reaching out to us on that just call me directly 307-631-5300 the number 307-631-5300 for more information on our six-day mentorship program and thank you once again for tuning in to total wellness radio